Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. We are talking to top Ohio State targets, commits, prospects from around the country. Today, we're heading out west to California and one of the country's uh, powerhouse high school programs, Modern Day High School in Santa Ana, and four-star receiver, top 10 receiver, one of Ohio State's two probably biggest recruits left at the position in the class of 2022, C.J. Williams. C.J., thanks for taking time, man. How you doing? I'm good, sir. Sorry. I think you're cutting off a little bit. You got me here? I got you. You got me? Uh, it's kind of cutting off on and off. So I'm good. Okay. But thank you. For, thank you for having me. And, you know, I'm going to go. Let's, uh, let's just try to avoid the Internet here and see what we can do, okay? Because, obviously, um, that's the way the world works right now. We're, we're one, one year plus into this pandemic, and nothing seems to ever work the way it's supposed to. Um, how have you handled the last Never. year? Nope. Have you been uh, have you been able to make the most of this weird year and a half? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, this year for me is just you know making the best of my opportunities, looking at the bright side of things. You know, being very optimistic when uh, kind of looking at this from not only like a person standpoint, but you know, recruiting football, all that different type of stuff. You know, it allowed me to you know focus on my game. You know, during that extended off season, you know, get ready for this season. Uh, Allow me to do a whole bunch of different things, spend more time with my family. So I'm very thankful for that. I think uh, it built me as a person, as a young man, and then also as a football player. So, you know. I, I saw on, on Twitter the other day you posted that, you know, you were apologizing to the media. You hadn't been able to get back to people because you were focused on the, on the, the mission at hand. And for you guys at Modern Day, that means winning every game you play. You played, uh, what, six games this spring and won them all, I assume, because that's what you guys do. Yeah, definitely. So we play actually five out here in California. We played five league games. We won all five and we came out with the Trinity League title at the end. And that felt very good. So what's it like, CJ, to be on a high school football field against a team like St. John's Bosco, where they're literally and I don't think people really grasp the amount of talent that you guys have on the field in that game. There are 60, 60, 60 players on the field in that game with Division One scholarships. Does that do you think that that really sets you guys up to be ready to play in college football because you're playing against 30, 40 college players? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we're out there playing against the best of the best every single day, whether it's practice and then Friday nights, we're playing against the best of the best in training league. I think every training league team has over 10 players with uh, Division One scholarships or stars or anything like that. So just having that opportunity to come out here and play against the best of the best prepares me, you know, more for the college level, opposed to maybe going out there and maybe whooping on some teams that you know, are in a lesser lesser league than me or something like that. I think having the opportunity to, to play against high-level guys that know football just as much as me, they, they do the right thing when it comes to, you know, going getting to the ball every single time. Like, oh, this is something I talk about with my dad. Like, every single tackle in the Trinity League is a gang tackle. Like, nobody's stopping on plays. Every player is, you know, going 100% every single time. I think it shows on the field. 
like last year in that St. John Bosco game, I went against the former Buckeye, I mean, uh, current Buckeye in uh, with, um, Court, Court Williams. Williams. Yeah. Uh, I saw I saw him line up across from his 200 plus pound uh, body against a uh, line up across from me, you know, over 75 percent of the snaps. And, you know, just being able to go against guys like that and see kind of how their competitive edge works kind of it pushes me further in the offseason. And in the game, I just all right, I got a five star on me. I want to go do this certain thing, certain thing. I want to show out this game. So I, and I think it's just an interesting mindset that you have to have to play out in that sort of competition, because you know that not only, as you mentioned, are those guys on the field going to be playing against you in high school, but there's a, a lot of these guys that you're going to be playing against or with in college. How important is it for you as you start to look at the, the programs you're looking at? I mean, you have, I don't, you have 50 offers listed. I'm sure you probably have 25 or, or 30 that you don't need to list. So, you, I mean, everyone in the country has offered you. You have the opportunity to play anywhere. How important is it to be with and be around guys who are like you in college and not just talent wise, but personality wise, character wise, because I, I've talked to a number of people about you over the last year. This is our really first time connecting. Um, every time I talk to people, the words that I get first are, holy crap, this is a great kid and a really good football player. Like how important is it to be around good people as you look at college football? Yeah, I feel like that's the whole basis to my recruiting. Uh, I feel like I'm never going to choose a college without being on campus and being around the people, the, the dudes in the locker room, the coaching staff. I want a big thing for me, I think, is, is, this, is this coaching staff going to develop me as a football player, a student, and also as a young man? Are these guys that I'm going to, you know, be around in the future? And even my teammates, are these guys I'm going to want to invite somebody? Are these guys that, you know, I'm going to enjoy? And they're going to push me in the classroom. They're going to push me in every aspect of life. Can we just be in, you know, the wide receiver room? We can be competing in different things. I think I found that at modern day. I think that's why it fit me pretty well. And I think a lot of the top college programs, which I'm, I'm blessed to be able to, you know, look at and consider, uh, a lot of them have that similar aspect. You know, they have guys that are like-minded to me and, uh, you know, are coming and try, trying to be better people, trying to be better students, trying to be better athletes every single day. When uh, Emeka Abuka, uh, obviously, I'm sure you know Emeka, when he committed to Ohio State last December, yeah. he said that the primary reason he did was because he wanted to be challenged. And a lot of people, I think, look at that position room at Ohio State and think, why would you go there? And uh, as other schools recruit you, they look at Ohio State's depth at wide receiver. Is that something you hear? Is that a why would you even consider this school? Or is it, do you think that that's in some ways an insult to what you can do? I would say probably not as much as, you know, from coaches, I wouldn't hear that. But I think from people on with the outside perspective, you know, maybe people that view my recruiting uh, from the outside in, they, they may ask me, why would you go there? Why, why is that something you're doing? I, I'm very similar to a Mecca, I feel like, in that way. Like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to compete and be the best version of myself, and they're going to push me to be the best version of myself, and they're going to make me better. You know, dudes in, in that room like Marvin Harrison, a Mecca, the cat that got in uh, my in my class, Keon, Caleb, both very good receivers, and we all do something very different. I think uh, just having that opportunity to learn from their game, uh, even they could possibly learn from my game, just kind of pick up things that they do better than me and I think that's that's a good thing to be able to do is like come in there'll be a wide receiver room that's set and there'll be some older dudes I'll be able to just absorb just kind of like a sponge just gather information and just figure out how, how I can make myself better you have only right now according to your internet profiles only one official visit firmly scheduled and that's to Ohio State on June 11th Notre Dame Oklahoma 
Alabama, USC, everyone else in the country is going after you, Clemson, et cetera. How do you start to choose which other schools get those visits? And when, you know, it, when do you feel like you have to know which places are getting them? Yeah, I definitely, I, I actually, I, I figured out three of my first visits pretty recently. The first one I figured out was Ohio State. I was like, I want to get on Ohio State's campus. I want to see, I want to shake Coach Day's hand, uh, hand face-to-face. I want, I want to meet Coach Hartline, shake his hand as well, and then be in the wide receiver room, like we said, and be on campus. Uh, my second official visit to the University of Texas is the following weekend. And then uh, my third is to uh, University of Notre Dame, the weekend after Texas. So I'm kind of hitting three in a, in a row right there, and I feel like uh, to figure out those last two, uh, those will possibly be something that I'll take during the season, you know, hopefully and get a game atmosphere of, of the places that I'm thinking about. I think a big thing for me is like uh, I can I can visit in-state schools with, with uh, the cost of a very little to none. Uh, just going to UCLA, USC, Stanford and driving up there with my parents. And I feel like that, that's a pretty good thing that I can that I can do. So I feel like the schools that I have kind of planned out are perfect and I like where I'm at. Obviously, you talk to Ohio State, I've heard about once a week. What is the relationship like with Brian sure. Hartline right now? What makes him, I mean, as a guy that used to play the game, how does that change how you talk to him? Yeah, uh, I think the overall thing about relationships with Ohio State is, you know, I have a good relationship with Coach Dennis, Coach Coach Day, and then also Coach Hartline, uh, the three guys I could go talk to. My special thing about Coach Hartline is obviously we've seen him do it in co- at the college level, seen him do it at the pro level. So that's that's a guy that I feel like I want to be around and I can use as a resource, uh, you know, all throughout life in all aspects. Even if I do, I'm fortunate enough to go make it to the NFL, he can give me insight on, you know, maybe what to do with my money and how, how to stay in the league and things like that. I feel like that's very important. Also, he just sees the game from the same perspective as me. He's been there. He's done it. It's different uh, having a wide receiver coach uh, that that play wide receiver, especially at the university which you're at, opposed to having like a wide receiver coach that was maybe a quarterback in college or something like that. So I think that's very beneficiary, and uh, I feel like uh, he, he's one of the best for sure out there. You know, he knows the game inside and out just from what I talk to. And I, what I love about him is that I can go speak to Coach Harline about anything in this world. You know, we can talk about anything from bowling to fishing, any anything for an hour or two hours and I'll never get bored talking to him. And we, we can just take time away from the game. It's just good. Are you a good bowler? Uh, I would like to say I'm pretty good. Uh, my family probably won't play with me a whole lot no more, but I, I, I like to do stuff outside, outside of football to take my mind off. So I think bowling is one of those ones I like to do. I, ironically, and then maybe this is why. So a couple of years ago, Johnny Dixon, Paris Campbell, Terry, these guys all had like a bowling night every single night when they were on campus at Ohio State. I don't know why. They always just would go bowling at, like once a week just to get out of, uh, off campus. So who so, knows? Maybe maybe they'll take you to the lanes. But CJ, <laughs> what do, yeah, what do, how much pressure is there to stay home? Modern day, if we're being honest, a lot of people consider modern day sort of a USC feeder school, right? Like that's what people see. But then you have Malik Murphy, who you're close with, heading on to Texas, and he's all of a sudden saying, hey, I got to get this guy with me to Texas. How hard is it at this point in the world with the internet the way it is, with recruiting websites the way they are, how hard is it to know that you're making a choice for you? Yeah, uh, I would definitely – I'm going to agree with you on that statement that kind of modern day is, is a fierce score in the SC. We have two com- three commits on, 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 uh, on campus right now that I, I just had the fortune enough to win with. And then just play with. So I think 
I, I, I ultimately will make the best decision for me and my parents and my family. I think I have a very strong hold on what I believe in and I'll leave social media out of it. I'll leave all this different stuff. I, I won't let the outside, you know, things get, get involved. I think I, I can stay true to the things that I hold, you know, true to myself and, you know, what I hold high on my list. Uh, obviously, you know, you, people always are telling you, you walk around campus, fight on stuff like that and all that, but you kind of just got to zone it out sometimes and you just got to, you know, look at it uh, with, you know, open eyes, everything. I feel like for me, leaving, leaving four years isn't a, isn't a, isn't a crime. I'm going to, I'm going to have to do it sooner or later, I think in my life. And, you know, why not do it earlier rather than later? You know, I've been told that you have the luxury of having two phones that you are able, and this is something <laughs> yes, I, think is, I think this is fascinating about you that you actually have a, a phone that you use only for recruiting purposes. And so that way you can disconnect, yep. that way you can turn it off and disconnect from it. How helpful has that been for you? Yeah, as, as a lot of people saw, and I bet a lot of reporters saw, I have the opportunity to just kind of turn that phone off during season or during workouts or just during family time. I, 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 like, to, I like to spend time away from, you know, recruiting especially, and then uh, sometimes away from the game. You know, if I, if I need to just cool off and, you know, uh, I feel like I work out so much that sometimes it gets in it gets in my head and stuff like that. So just being able to turn off my phone and step away from football, you know, just focus on things outside outside of that in my life. I think it, it's really it's a it's a good thing. My parents blessed me with it. It was my dad's idea. He came to me one day. He's like, uh, "You're you're gonna have to get two phones." The fact that you you're such a highly recruited dude and. You know, coaches kind of sometimes get bothersome with uh, the messages and the calls and stuff like that. So, you know, at school, you know, uh, sometimes at home on Sundays and stuff like that, I have the opportunity to just turn my phone off and just relax with my family, which is cool. Well, look, man, I, I really appreciate it. This has been, uh, you know, the last year plus, it, it's been a wild ride. I've tried to, we've tried to link up a few times and then we finally do. And our internet connection sure. is not treating us perfectly well. Um, I've been told by people that I would, uh, find you enjoyable to talk to you. I could probably talk to you for a while. You seem like a very natural person and I'm glad we got the opportunity, but I told you I'd let you take it uh, quick tonight. So I'm going to let you get out of here on that. That's CJ Williams. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on Letterman Road. Thanks for watching everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.